0: Warning, this mini-movie review contains adult language, mature situations, potential spoilers, and references to source material. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sparkin' Mini Movie Review. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, Bonjour, and what's up? Yes, we're back for another fun-filled episode, and for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin' is some podcast inventing reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, and every episode, I'll talk about one to two different properties. It could be a movie, it could be a book, it could be a convention, it could be a television series, it could be a video game, and I'll let you know the positives and negatives about it. What's worth investing your time in and if the story is garbage or just really good now these mini reviews are a little different than my regular movie reviews where my regular movie reviews go in depth into the films we talk about the best parts worst parts and all the little things involved we give it a rating and we usually pick them at random and go very in depth these mini reviews are small they're simple and they're usually done right after the film is done when a movie comes out we go over it we don't spoil anything, because there are very few spoilers in these reviews. I try to not spoil anything, and i let you know how they are. And this one is no exception, because this film we're talking about today is one which I went in blind. I tried to avoid all media about it, because I didn't want to be sullied. Because, let's be honest, this film is associated with a film franchise that has burned me three times so far. And I'm a little concerned about that, but this Brings my heart up a little bit. Gets my hopes up a little bit. So now, as opposed to being completely against it and pessimistic, I'm now cautiously optimistic. Not by much, but we're going to see. So let's talk about this film and get on with it, shall we? So the film I'm talking about came out, well, today is June 2nd, and I'm releasing this in a couple of days. I think I'm going to release it at the end of the week. We'll see. Well, it is the end of the week, but you know, by next week. But June 2nd is when I... When it came out, when I watched it. It is starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Robin Wright, Danny Houston, David Thulis, Connie Nielsen, and Elena Anaya. It's directed by Patty Jenkins. It's been produced by Charles Rowan, Zack Schneider, and Deborah Schneider. And it's based off of a comic book property that was written by William Moulton Marston. And this film has been long awaited we have waited for this film to be made for so long because of the character this is connected to because of well let's be honest this is when you think female superhero you think female character you think of this character from 1941 I mean she's been around for a long time say what you will about all the backgrounds and all the other things about her but we got to talk about her I'm talking about Diana, Princess of Themyscira, or as we know her as, and in the film title, Wonder Woman. Now, this film is, like I said, it makes me cautiously optimistic about the DCEU. I was very worried after the last three films, because let's be honest, Man of Steel, while not the worst movie in the world, had a lot of problems, and it took a character who's generally known for being iconic, for being optimistic, and for a person who inspires you to be the best you can be, turning him into a brooding, angst-filled alien who no one trusts. And speaking of which, in Batman v Superman, let's take this angst-filled alien and combat him against a brooding vigilante as opposed to making it, it's the brooding vigilante and the the hope of the world clashing heads where they have two different ideologies. They both have the same ideology. The reason why they fought was stupid. The reason why Lex Luthor's involved is stupid. And don't get me started on Doomsday. The brightest spot of that film is Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She was in it for 10 minutes, and she was the best part. And it made you excited for this film. And I was really excited, but I was still a little worried because what happened with Suicide Squad? And for Suicide Squad, the less said, the better. I mean, let's be honest. That movie is a shit show, and... (laughs) Well... We can talk about that another day. I've ranted about that on other podcasts, especially with how it's just a a chopped up mess. But this film, surprisingly, is not. And it's also the answer to Marvel's Captain America series. And now you're probably wondering, wait, what do you mean about that? That one's about an all-American boy, and this is about an Amazon princess who's immortal. The reason why I bring that up is because in the first Captain America film, which we do talk about in one of our earlier podcasts... Cap is a man out of time, and the entire first film takes place in the 40s. It's it's a flashback to when Captain America was made, because he was an answer to the World War II problem. And Wonder Woman, on the other hand, is the answer to World War One, And she's an immortal being. So she, it's the it's same thing, starts in the present, flashes back to the past for the entire movie, then comes to now. So it does take away a lot of the, oh, is she going to die? She, you, you don't have to worry about that, because you know she's going to survive. But it actually fills in a lot of holes. And, like I said, this is about Diana, Princess of Themyscira the Amazon Island, which was made by the gods to hide the Amazons for reasons which we're not going to get into, but their whole thing is they are designed to protect mankind against Ares, who rebelled against the gods. That's what's always been in the comic book lore, so that hasn't changed, and the whole thing is uh, American pilot Steve Treasurer, played by Chris Pine, crash lands on the island, and he informs the Amazons about World War One, And Diana, because she wants to save the day, she wants to be a hero, and she wants to do what's right, she leaves her home, becomes exiled, and ends up trying to stop the conflict. And she becomes Wonder Woman in the process. Now, one thing I really like about this film, something which I was expecting the entire time and they don't do, is they don't call her Wonder Woman at all. And there's no line like, oh, she's some kind of Wonder Woman. No. There's none of that it respects the property and she is such a great character because they treat her with respect and she's not a oh she's just a woman who has to save a man no she's a woman who doesn't need saving who inspires others and she's a hero and she's not to talk down to she stands up for herself and she does a great job in it gal gadot a lot of people were like say no she's not right for wonder woman no she's perfect as wonder woman she is perfect as this character Who you'd expect to be amazing. And she is spectacular. (laughs) I know I'm going with the Spider-Man jokes. But whatever. I love the fact in this film. That they make her. Besides being compassionate. And having a huge heart. Which has always been a case for her. They make her naive. Like she is someone who's been trained to be a bloodthirsty murderer. Amazons are warriors at heart. They know how to kill people. They're intelligent. They're smart. But she's naive. She's honest and she's sees the world in black and white good is good bad is bad there is no gray area and her whole reason for coming to out of Themiscare and abandoning her life in this peaceful community to save the world is for a b- very black and white reason it's a very simple I'm gonna do good that's it and she doesn't take into fat, account the fact that the world isn't black and white there's a lot of gray issues you know you know, it's a lot, it's kind of the Hydra situation, you cut off, you know, if you cut off the head, two more sprout, it's not the cut off the head, the beast dies, and that actually plays into the film a little bit, And it's a nice touch of seeing her do it now, against her is Chris Pine, and Chris Pine, as Steve Trevor, does this very good job, because he's playing this spy who thinks, yeah, I'm going to be the man, I'm going to, you know, flirt with this girl, I'm sure I'm, I'm the boss and she's kicking ass and he's like what the hell do I do he's almost the I want to say he is a heroine like he is the love interest he is love interest but he's a heroine who's also able to stand up to the level of Diana he's able to stand up and stand next to her even though their story is very melancholy don't want to give any spoilers away it's a great situation. It's, they're butting heads. They don't really bond well at first, but they end up meshing and fitting in a really good way. The film is done in a really unique style. It looks great. The color palette is surprisingly colorful. I mean, there's a lot of grays and browns. and But that's because of World War I had that very dark and dismal tone. But there is color in it. A lot of color in her costume. They brightened it up, so you see the blues and the reds, and it looks really good. I really enjoyed this film. I Now, the other thing is, the villain of the piece, there's actually three villains, or, well, I don't want to, again, I'm not spoiling anything. They're, as usual, the weak point of a film. Their major villain is, how do I put this? Uh, the major, the main villain, uh, who is a German soldier or commander, and he's done a little too on the nose. I know that's weird because it's, 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 you want your villain to be a very good villain, and Danny Huston does a good job at it. Just, it seems he's a little too. he's too bad to be good meaning that he's too bad to be true he's just like this is this can't really be a person this is not there's no he has no motivation besides just being evil he's evil to be evil it's like you know war war is a natural habitat for humans and that's what he kind of believes and it's just he doesn't fit he's not charismatic he's not he's not a loki he's not a Killgrave. He's not someone who you kind of be like, okay, he's the hero of his own story. You can't really say that about him. He's just kind of, yeah. And Elaine Ayana, I liked her. She was interesting. She's supposed to be one of the oldest villains from the Wonder Woman canon. I mean, Dr. Poison is like her second villain. And I think that they really just were kind of banking on her being a side villain. And I think they should have made her the main villain and it would have been a lot better. I think, but that's my opinion, and then the main villain, the other villain, who I can't talk about because it's spoilery, was okay, was alright, it just kinda, well, I don't wanna spoil it, if you wanna ask, email me, we'll talk about it, I think it was done okay, it was done serviceable, I think it could've been done a little better, I think the execution was lacking, but the heart was there, so... But it still worked. The film, besides that, despite these issues, is a great film. The story is great. The cinematography is great. I love the soundtrack in this. And the visuals are great. I am actually excited to see a sequel to this. I'd love to see a Wonder Woman 2. The fact is the next film she's going to be in is Justice League. That has me a little concerned. Not because I don't think Diana is going to be great in it. I think that she's going to be probably the best part of that film. I'm concerned because I don't think that... Well, Ben Affleck did a good job in it. Let's not be... But I just... I don't know about Justice League. I'm very worried about it. But I'll see another one-on-one film. I think this is really good. I would highly recommend watching it. I think you'd enjoy it. If I had to give it a rating... I'm not going to, but if I had to... This is going to be a R R R F. This definitely is. This is going to be a really, really, really fucking cool. It's a good... It's a really good film. It's probably one of the best films of the year so far, I think. Uh... So, oh I liked it a little bit better than I can't believe really I said I liked it a little better than Guardians of the Galaxy just a little bit I love Guardians of the Galaxy it's a sci-fi film it's fun and this one I wasn't expecting but I, I didn't expect to like this one as much as I did I really did enjoy it I'm going to see it again and I'm going to definitely enjoy this anyway I think that's it for this episode I think I've talked this to the ground and I don't want to spoil anymore so we will continue this conversation with some other films later on uh, let's see now what's going on. Uh, well, as of next week, I do have my, my lovely event happening, which is if you're going to be going to Anime Next and Atlantic City, I'll be there. I've got three panels. They finally told me the panels. Hooray. So what are the panels that I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be running uh, From Under the Bed Horror and Anime and Manga. I'm going to be rendering 20, manga recommendation, 20 ultimate manga recommendations for grown-ups. And I'm going to be doing... This new one called Slipping Through Your Fingers, Lost Love in Anime. Uh, There's two more which are kind of up in the air. Hopefully I'll hear from them beforehand. I will definitely let you guys know. I'll be posting it on the website if it's going to happen or not. I am praying it happens, but this, like I said, so far I've not heard anything from the panel ops and it's getting a little annoying. I've had to actually poke uh, some of the staffers. Thank you, Vinny, for doing the best you can and for actually... Answer my questions and getting stuff done. Getting shit done, you do a great job, Vince. I really appreciate how you do things. You're getting it done. But like I said, I got three panels that are definitely confirmed right now. Come check them out. I'll be posting all the dates on the website. I can't wait to see you there. All right, so let me go. I'm dead tired. I just finished this, and I am boiling hot because I'm. it's actually really hot in New York for some reason. But anyway, I'm out of here. Catch you guys next time. I'm Gonsville. Bye.